from the former convent of the Good Shepherd overlooking Inwood Hill Park in New York City. Welcome to Inwood Artworks On Air. It's where you meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes that make their home what we affectionately call Upstate Manhattan. I'm your host, Aaron Sims, and today we welcome theater maker and filmmaker Josh Livright. Josh is a writer, director, and producer. In 1991, he co-founded Xena Group, a not-for-profit theater and film collective based in New York City. As Xena Group's artistic director, Josh produced New York premieres of plays by Mark O'Donnell, Jose Rivera, Stephen Dietz, and many others. As a filmmaker, Josh has produced several short films, including Let Go, American Falls, Matt Higgins, The Improviser, and The What If Shorts. In addition to his own work, he curates the performing arts space here at Booney Coffee in Inwood. We're going to talk to him about it, a bunch of his work, but first, let me welcome you, Josh, to Inwood Artworks On Air. It's good to see you, man. Great to see you, always. Really appreciate making the time. Thank you. Um, so, uh, we, was, I was thinking about this interview, and uh, I was like, well, we've known each other for a while, and but the first time we collaborated was on Kirby Fields' uh, K. Kama Joseph play, right. I believe, yep. uh, just next door in the auditorium. I know. Remember that place. moment where we were like, how are we going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I sat on the stage for a little bit. I was like, you, you know, did. I think everybody had this notion we were going to do a proscenium play. Right. And yeah. I was like, nah. I don't think so. We're going to play wing to wing. Yeah, we close the curtain and going, it is a proscenium play, but we're doing the entire play in, with inside the proscenium. That's right. And put the audience on stage, too. Very effective, I thought. And uh, yeah. and I thought I thought it was a great show. Oh, thank you. I, unfortunately, I think it coincided with Hurricane Sandy. It so did. We had some audience, you know, yeah. people you know, getting out to see it issues. Yeah, we sure did. We yeah. sure did. But uh, Grace Chink Design by John McDermott. Oh my god! And yeah. um, you know many other people involved the show. Uh, so yeah, hard to believe it was ten years ago. You know, great cast. Yeah, of course, a lot yeah. of a lot of repeat offenders. That's um, and uh, so, how has your decade been since I've, since, <laughs> since that ten years? You know, was that ten it's, years I ago? I think so. I think oh it was at least god. ten, if not eleven. Yeah, that's fun. You know, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, so you know, a lot of water under the bridge, right? Totally, <laughs> a lot totally. of changes in the uh, in the whole cultural landscape as well. Absolutely, um, yeah, changes for better and worse as it goes. And you know, you have the rezoning, you have the effects of the pandemic, yeah. you have rent increases, yeah. gentrification, current oh my God. current high rise in crime, I guess you could say. But you know, it ebbs and flows yeah. with New York. Um, yeah. Uh, for one thing that hasn't changed is the lack of uh, venues for local artists to showcase their work. <laughs> well, well, so I tried. About, I tried to that? do something about that. How about that for a segue, right? <laughs> <laughs> not my first rodeo. Um, so, in, in 2019, yeah. um, you started a Kickstarter fundraiser through the Xena Group, yeah, um, to address this issue um, in your own way, and, and then you partnered with Booney Coffee here in Inwood, their location they took over the and Darling bread and Coffee. yoga too, and and. and Bread and Yoga yeah. part, was part of the mm-hmm. collaboration yeah. um, to present a flexible art space. So mm-hmm. how did this all come about? Well, I mean, I think exactly what you said, this need for space. And and um, I moved up here, when was it? Probably 2003. And um, I've always seen a general need for, you know, community space. I mean, my wife, Marcella, beat me to it with Bread and Yoga. She created uh, quite a, an institution here for many, many years back in 2000 and starting in 2009. Um, and there were certain arts programming involved with that, especially like for kids and families and whatnot. But I think, in fact, even like the up 
theater um, collective was, uh, you know, started out through bread and yoga because I think they did their first benefit at uh, the corner of two, 207th and Broadway, yep. place that burned down before it burned dr- down in yeah, 2012. For those of you who don't remember that, that big gray brick building where TD Bank is wasn't there before. Well, no. well, it was a different building. It was a different building, yeah. and uh, that's where Bread and Yoga, where we built Bread and Yoga. Oh, second floor. Second yeah. floor, and uh, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff that was happening there. It wasn't, you know, it's, it was a yoga studio. It wasn't a theater space. So I think that the this this idea just came out of the same vein that, you know, what you've been developing here is like, let's do something for the community, and I wanted to give back to the community. I mean, this has been a purely volunteer effort on my part. He's not um, a mogul, anybody. <laughs> just, just in case you're wondering, he's not a, uh, a mogul. So, yeah. Uh, and fortunately, I had this nonprofit in my back pocket that had been around since 1991 that, uh, you know, I started with a couple of really, you know, movers and shakers. My good friend, Joanna Felzer, who's the artistic director at Berkeley Rep now. Yep. Used to run New York Stage and Film for a while, and uh, and my friend Jeremy Gold, who's the head of Blumhouse Television now, and then there's me, you know. But all, anyway, all, all success stories. <laughs> but but anyway, um, so yeah, I was able to use that nonprofit 501c3 in order to come up with this idea of raising money from the community. So the community, you know, because that's the mission, that has always been the mission of Xena Group anyway, you know, bringing art to the community. Yeah. Um, and you kind of had to create languaging around that, you know, when you're starting a nonprofit sure. for the first time, you know, that you, you have to have something community-oriented. Yeah, it's yeah. got to affect the greater good. Right. And so um, it fit in nicely with that. And, you know, we I talked to the Booney folks and uh, they were really down for it. And, uh and Marcella and Bread and Yoga, you know, being part of it, like brought that whole, um, you know, th- you know, th- that following to the to the to the game as well. And so we just got out there and started raising money through Kickstarter, which I had done before for various film projects. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and uh, it was highly successful. We we, re- we reached our goal, and um, I worked with uh, a local sound guy named Mark Dick Mark. Dittmar, who runs Firehouse Productions, which is a huge, like one of the biggest sound um, rental houses and and, um, uh, design houses in the country, actually. And uh, in his spare time, he... You know, we looked at the space and uh, and we put up the the speakers and and the cabling and and made it sound really really sweet. He did such a wonderful job. And then I I work in the film business, film television business. So I had a couple of my 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 good friends from the grip department, the Patsos brothers, George and Billy. They came and hung everything for me. You know. <laughs> Called, called the favors in, really. <laughs> and another friend came and built the stage, but it was all... And another friend of mine, who's a great lighting designer, Lucrezia Brissano, uh, she designed the, the lighting grid. So... It's a lot of good it's, people it's working a on professional, something. It's a, it's a small professional space that that yeah. works really well for for these 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 type of type of events that we're we've been doing yeah and so we started uh doing stuff in um i think uh late uh, october of 2019 and it went it was really like moving you know it was like we had 
I mean, even Steve Martin came to one of the shows. I don't know if you were there for that. But. I was not there, but I think I think you remember seeing something about that. Yeah. I mean, we had Joyce Carol Oates come. We had you know we had some dignitaries show up and play music and read read their their their, their uh, literary work. Um, uh, Serena, who is the one of the owners at Booney. Um, you know, she started a writing group that would come and do stuff uh, on a recurring basis. We did community open mic, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, some concerts with some really, you know, like, uh, Bia Dunn Kuti, who's fellow Kuti's, you know, right. you know, cousin came and Big. played guitar with his band. I mean, it's like, it's, so there's a lot of good stuff happening and that, the, and then I started booking a lot of other stuff and then boom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what happened next yeah, i know the pandemic <laughs> put a hiatus on programming there like programming yeah. everywhere and um yeah. but now things are moving forward for the performance space um with that pause as a producer i'm gonna ask you is there anything you've learned from that before times and then the pause that has benefited you now moving forward as you start to bring things back now um I think it's just it's an appreciation <laughs> of the gathering space, yeah. appreciation of community, of face to face, you know, being together and 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 the the value of live performance. I mean, it's just it it it, it did put a button on that for me. I mean, I was like, yeah, that's this is what we need because there was so much isolation during that period. But, you know, it was a time of reflection too, as you're saying. And, you know, I ended up doing a lot of writing. <laughs> Which we may see at perform and perhaps we'll see. I well, know. I even did a Zoom play, you know, yeah, during that yeah, time. I think sure. I think Matt Higgins, who I collaborate with a lot, he's a local performer, improviser, actor, comedian. Yeah. Um uh who was the star of K Kama Joseph and uh, yeah, he and I he and I have sort of come up with some 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 ideas together and we did during you know we we had to keep busy so we did we did True West on Zoom <laughs> during the pandemic. Don't 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 tell dramatist playwrights publishers. No, I guess. we didn't. <laughs> exactly. And then we we did a a play that I wrote too about about uh about uh the pandemic stuff. Just a couple of friends kind of meeting on Zoom and which was highly, highly uh, uh, lauded by my old friend, the late uh, William Hurt. Wow. <laughs> he was one of the, about the 40 people who saw that play. <laughs> well, that's, that's, but that's some good feedback, though. If William Hurt likes it, you know. Yeah, God bless his soul there. Um, so how has the relaunch gone so far with this space? Because you're starting to promote now. There's more things, and... Uh, and uh, and is there any differences in how it's operating than than you operate before? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it's it feels it, it feels really collaborative. You know, I think that Serena and Elias and and I have sort of worked out the kinks of what the relationship is is like and um, there and like what my part is and and it's it feels really it has a nice flow to it right now and natural and and basically we're keeping things we're not like i was super involved with booking stuff or like before the pandemic so there was a lot a lot happening there now we're kind of like chilling out a little bit and doing like more like we're we're easing into it mm -hmm. we're doing like one major thing a month and uh then a lot of community programming which i would call more the the lighter produ production 
type of stuff. But um, so far, you know, we started in January and we had Annette Aguilera and come with a, a, as a trio. And that was that was super. That was that was a super concert. She's if you if you don't know who she is, she's just she's a drummer. She's been on the podcast. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Anyway, she's wonderful. And then we had Yasser Tahada, who had played Booney before, but he came with um, a drummer and did a set that I was like I was pretty blown away by actually. He and he has a nice following, and he was. Uh, he reminds me so much of like uh, in the style of like a um, Caetano Veloso Brazilian artist and 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 just that that kind of like smooth silky singing and and just and folky and it, it was that was really wonderful and people were up and dancing and um and we had a comedy show uh that Matt and I conceived of and Matt brought in some really cool friends of him <laughs> his from the circuit um and uh you know the guy who plays uh obama on the tonight show and you know his name's dion and and then he had another another guy from who was like the warm-up guy on jimmy fallon or something like that and so these guys heavy hitters yeah and 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 also a couple other people who a musician friend and and um and uh you know another another uh uh, local um, stand up, and so it was just it was just a great it was a great event, and it was like a, a nice mix of people. Very so cool. then we had Reverend Billy come yes. back, and uh, the Stop Shopping Choir. <laughs> he loves playing there, and then we had um, the, like we do such different kinds of things. Like we did a, a talk with a couple of authors, Stephen Jenkinson and Kimberly Ann Johnson who had written a book called Reckoning, which was based on a podcast that they did um, where they were, they had kind of, I think they may have met in person for the first time, but then the, a book came out of it. And it was about, you know, she's a birth doula, he's a death doula. So there was a lot of, it was a pretty heavy night. I will <laughs> I say. say yeah. I will say. Yin and yang there. But there was, that was a sold out yeah. situation as well. So right. so we're still, you know, we're building on on all this and I, it, coming up um i conceived of just you know to have some to get some theater into the mix yeah uh we're gonna do a night of um of short plays uh that are site specific to cafes which would make you know production values <laughs> low unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable and uh, so we're going to be doing that in may and i'm i've written a piece and matt's written a piece and then um uh, a, a couple other, you know, we have a couple of Latin, pe Latinx people doing their thing too. And very cool. That's yeah. what I, I was going to ask you, say, like, how is the because I know the Zena group is kind of like the shelter to kind of like mm -hmm. present the work, but do you have any work from Zena being produced? Like you said, your work. Yeah, this will be yeah. this will be a Zena group. Cool. A, a Zena group production. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, Florencia Lozano, who's a wonderful actress, is is, is contributing a play. Um, and uh, a guy who's affiliated with uh, Reza. Do you know Reza? Uh, possibly. His, yeah, he, he's doing a name? play. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> I, oh, it's like, he's Reza. Well, he's not like Madonna yet. So, or or, or she's, he, she is not like Madonna yeah, yet. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know them as yet. Yeah. But yeah. well, looking forward, but I'll have a chance to see their work. I know. My memory sucks. Sorry, Reza. Well, that's okay. Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, they know who they are to the most. <laughs> um, so, um, 
not to go into the weeds of the whole economics thing of it all, but for people who are looking for like a space to do like a coffee house culture kind of space that can support their work, um, can you speak to like the general economics of what artists can expect to use a space? Because I, I constantly hear about, hey man, I need space to do my yeah. my thing, and um, and they're always looking to fit in their budget. So sure. oh, that's too much, man, or that's much. So like, just can you give like a just a general like. What is it, you know, do they rent it? Do you guys show the door? Or like what kind of yeah, models yeah, yeah. without going into the weeds sure. at all? Sure. So, f- for instance, you know, generally we'll do a box office split with performers heavily in their favor. Um, and uh, what we expect is for the artists to bring in their following, bring in their people, um, because it will behoove them, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody and, wins. And, um, for the boonie side, like you know, they wanna they wanna be able to provide the the food and drinks and sell the food and drinks. Yep. You know, it's there's no there's no like minimum or anything like that, which is important. And the um, but there's there's great food and drink available for these shows. Um, and they do have a liquor license. I just want to plug boonie for a second. They yeah. do have a liquor license to be have to have beer or wine. Beer and wine. Yeah. 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 So it's it's a nice night out and like for. For Yasser Tejada's show, there's people ordering bottles of wine, and it was it was really festive. Um, but yeah, so people can contact me or contact me through the Booney website. There's an events page there. Gotcha. The, What's the email address? Uh, my or, email address. Just cut to contact you or the or the Booney website address, which is the. I think I think the, I think go through the Booney website okay. and contact through there because that would be. There, there's an events uh, email on there, so it's okay. bo- you know it's booneycoffee.com, I Excellent. believe, and it's the events um, page on there. Very it has good. all the info, and you know they do they rent the they they'll rent it out, mm-hmm. you know, for for events as well. Um, that's, sure, I'm not involved with that, but I, I I'm more involved with the the programming. What I'm saying, the performing arts side, not like yeah. I want to cater my sister's, you know quinceanera party there right but yeah. i mean this, there might be some people yeah. that want to do a, a concert or something like that or a benefit or whatever it is absolutely yeah yeah they rent yeah. the space out outside of the zener group they rent the space out. that's right yes yeah so not to confuse folk just it is a, it is an active <laughs> space but we're talking about the curation and the programming of arts yeah. and culture here yeah for for our intensive purposes thank you there yes. you go yes there you go so yeah like it, healthy box office split and i you know i'll listen to the music or i'll you know consider any ideas that Very people cool. have and, and are you booking now like what are you looking to fill towards what time windows and things um i think we're looking for stuff uh for late spring so okay. yeah Very and cool. then into the summer this um, podcast will hit in the spring here so people should uh yeah take yeah. note yeah no I'm, I'm happy to entertain any any ideas you know, very good. I mean, I think, <laughs> unfortunately, I can't say yes to everything, no, right? Because, never can. And um, yeah. that's that's I think tough on some people in the yeah. community, but where I have said no in certain ways, but I know the feeling. It happens. Yeah. You just don't have enough space and time for everything or yeah. funds either, yeah. which yeah. is. Um, problem but hopefully um like i have said numerous podcasts i'll say it again it's like you know high tide raises all boats and i think it's great that you have put so much effort and you should be applauded for that uh in in all your um energy and towards this and that you know 
Booney collaborates and you have it all figured out and then you're, it's, it's emerging once again as a place for arts and culture in the neighborhood because we all need, everyone needs, because everyone art has its own specific needs and so yeah. it's great to have yet another option in the neighborhood uh, and a in an artistic desert, I say, with an embarrassment of artists that we have here, uh, it's great to have um, another home for that. So kudos to you, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think that the idea behind this uh, this short play thing is that we'll, do, we'll keep doing it, yeah. right? And so we'll invite... Um, the writers that that are in the in the neighborhood, the playwrights, yeah. to well to submit stuff at some point. That, we'll be more we'll be more vocal about that. You know, yeah. see how this first see how one it happens goes. first. I've you know I know up did a see, an evening of short one acts at one point, and I've produced one acts downtown numerous times with playwrights, and it's like it's it's important to have that system in place once you kind of figure it out. And so yeah, this would be great if you can kind of create like a little template for that and have like a you know quarterly or annual yeah, showcase yeah. of new short plays whatever be great and 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 on some level i have been doing that for a long long time i started down in tribeca doing something called tim's loft which was like a, a late night variety show type of thing and well, uh and then that became the homegrown variety show here yep. first at bread and yoga and then we did it at darling coffee yep, and now we remember we were doing it we did it a couple times at Booney as well, and that's a successful mm -hmm. sort of, uh, uh, I would say, algorithm of <laughs> putting together a late night. Yep. You know, because it's like it's not even late night anymore. But it's like, but it's like the the those short pieces, as long as they you know keep keep the evening moving. Yep. I think that that's that's good for entertainment value right there. I totally agree. Because well, if it sucks. You move on to the next you say, one. You don't like it? Wait five, <laughs> wait five minutes and a palate cleanser comes in, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, Josh, uh, thank you again. It's been a pleasure speaking for you and hearing more about what's going on, the reemergence of the space, and all the great work you've done in the neighborhood. And, uh, you know, you. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put the description of the Booney website in this episode so people can, oh, that'd be great. Get, people can find it and, uh, yeah. and contact you and... We can see more of the great work of the people of Inwood and Washington Heights there. Oh, yeah. There's so much talent here. I just, it's really amazing is. to me. And I, it's, what's really important to me, too, is, you know, we hear about this a lot, is to bridge the gap between East and West of Broadway. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's majorly our mission statement here. Like, we want to we wanna have a diverse a diverse following, and we want to include everybody. Because in art in is this. for everybody. That's right. Absolutely. So. Well, I think you'll, you're on your way to achieving that. Thank you. You're very welcome. Well, once again, thanks to Josh Livewright for joining me on this Artist Spotlight episode of In What Artworks On Air. It's where you meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes that make their home here in Upper Manhattan. If you have a moment, please show some love right now by rating and reviewing this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Uh, many thanks to the Church of Good Shepherd here at Inwood, New York City, for hosting us, and to HideSites.com for uptown promotional support. You can support On Air and all of our programming by making a tax-free donation at InwoodArtworks.nyc backslash donate or via Venmo. Uh, you can support and follow us on social media as well by hanging out at 
Inwood Artworks to keep all that we do, including the Inwood Film Festival, Filmworks Alfresco, live performances, and so much more. Uh, Inwood Artworks On Air is proud to be supported in part by public funds from the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with City Council. And our programming is made possible by the State Council on the Arts with support of the Office of Governor and New York State Legislature. From the top of Manhattan and the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Aaron Sims for Inwood Artworks On Air.